The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. This is a podcast from Minute Media. Hey, Giant fans, welcome to the Giant Insider Podcast. My name's Jerry Foley. I'm the senior editor of the Giant Insider newspaper. And with me, as always, is the beat writer, the heart of Giants Nation. Nobody beats the biz. Chris Bizignano. Chris, this episode, we are going to have call-ins, finally. We haven't done it in a long time. Uh, that's following two weeks of incredible analysis from Dave Syvertson and Rick Saratella. And, you know, look, we'll talk about the, the Dable Presser that, uh, you know, obviously you attended. But, dude, I don't know, man. Last couple of days I've been thinking about this, and I, I know I'm, I'm stating the obvious, but, you know, picking fifth and seventh, right. um, and I know we may trade down from, from seven or even five, but more likely seven. Chris, I, you come up with, like, 12 guys, dude, that, like, I'd be ecstatic to get almost any of them, right? And we have two picks there, and I, I'm just so happy to have, I think you said it, I said it in the article uh, that was printed this week, I'm just happy to have guys in charge that seem like they know what the hell they're doing. You know, again, it, it remains to be seen what they're going to do. But Chris, I, I think the enthusiasm in Giant Nation right now is pretty palpable. I'm just psyched to have two picks, man, with, with you know, at five and seven with, with 12 to 15 guys that, uh, yeah, I, I'd be happy as long as we get a line. I'd be happy with any of them, dude. That's just how I, that's where I am right now, buddy. Right, right, right. Hey, and Jerry, you know, to tell you the truth, man, I wasn't even counting Derek Stingley as one mm-hmm. of those guys. And now you see him at yeah. his pro day doing the vertical leaps, the broad jumps, and now you see him run the 40 in a 4-3-7, I believe, or a 4-3-4, right around there. Yeah. I think I think maybe LSU had him timed one, uh, some scouts had him, but but it was right around there. It wasn't like it was 4-5 on one guy in 4-3. You know, it was under 4-4, four, four, right? Yeah. It's under 4-4. Four, four. And, dude, you know, we talked about all these guys, you know, <clears throat> who they could take at five and seven and all that. And now you got to put Derek Stingley in the mix. Yeah. Because, folks, Derek Stingley is a better corner than Sauce Gardner. Some things have happened with the COVID, the injuries. And Rick Serratello was on here saying, listen, you know, you, you probably want to go with the safe bet, you know, without the injury. And, and it was a valid point by Rick, and I get it. But when you look at Stingley, and like if if Stingley only half-assed it in his pro day today, I'd be like, oh, something's going on. You know, Jerry, I'd be like, right. he's trying to shade something, you know? Yeah. But he went all out today. He showed the NFL world today, I'm healthy, bro. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. And, you know, I, and I've talked about this, Jerry, and Rick talked about it, and Dave Syverson came on, and we just we were talking about it, right, the, the three of us, that that kid in 2019 was one of the best two freshman corners I've ever seen. Yeah, Syverson said, Syverson said if he's healthy, he's his number one. Yeah, I mean, Jerry, to me, I had sauce because I, yeah. I, I didn't know about Stingley's sure. health. Yep. But you look at Stingley today, and it's like, okay, well, I'm putting him in front of sauce. I'm sorry. But the point, you know what, Jerry? No matter which way the Giants go, even if Stingley's there, right, and they go sauce, whatever reason. What they like better. You can't go wrong, Jerry. No. You know, if no. they change their mind, like if they're sitting there today and the Giants sent Jerome Henderson 
their secondary coach to the uh, LSU Pro Day today. And Jerome, Jerome is a highly thought of coach, bro. Yeah. He's retained by Dable. You yeah. Know? Um, love him. You know, players love him. I thought he did wonders with the Giants last year when they were really injured, you know. And anyway, he was down there today. So, you know, if they come back and they say, well, you know what? Derek looks like he's 100% this kid. We're going to go with him. Fine. If yeah. they go with Sauce and they leave Stingley out there, okay. Right. If they decide to go corner right. with one of those picks, you know. So, I, 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 Jerry, to me, this is just an added bonus for the Giants today, watching Derek Stingley work out, and this is going to be another corner and another choice for the Giants of what they want to do. And, and like we talked about it before, Jerry, you know, Bradbury's not going to be here, you know. One way or the other, either whatever they right. do with him, either a trade at draft day or whatever, you know, whatever it's going to be, Jerry, the chances are he's not going to be here. Yeah. Um, and they're probably going to go corner, you know, and they might go corner. I, should, I don't know, definitely, but they might go corner one of those two picks if they keep both. But man, Jerry, you know, they're gonna, one of those kids is going to be there for the Giants at seven, yeah. most likely, you know. If yeah. they want to go that route, dude, yeah. and yeah. that's a pretty good sign, man. And that's you know that, that's just some more good news for Joe Shane today when you saw Derek Stingley's pro day. Chris, there's so many scenarios, and I don't want to overanalyze it, but what the hell? There's nothing else to do, right? I mean, drafts are still a few weeks away. Yeah, that's what we have fun doing. Yeah, right. Say you have Neil and Aquanu available at five, <laughs> right? Just say they're there, but but you have Stingley or Walker or Thibodeau. And they're there. One, somebody's there. You have them higher than those two. You're still going to get one of them at seven. You know I mean? I'm just saying, I know the conventional wisdom thing is, is that they're going to take a attack, one of those two tackles at five. I get it. Yeah. But if they're both there and you have someone higher than them, you know, you're going to get one of them at seven if you don't trade down. So look, there's a lot of scenarios, but I just think about that today. Like, man, could that happen? I guess it could. I don't know. Jerry, we don't know, bro. Yeah. We won't know until the 28th. Yeah. But it, but no matter what, Jerry, Joe Shane and Brian Dable want to lay the foundation this year. Yeah. And when these two draft picks, or one, or they trade back a little bit, it's going to be two anyway, right? Yeah. Are going to start laying that foundation. Okay? Yeah. Um, so... It's it just, I, I just thought, I looked at his pro day today, Jerry, and I said, wow, this is great news for the Giants, bro. Yeah. This is great because if they're, if they're thinking, most likely Bradbury's not going to be here, and they might go with that big corner. We all know Wink's system, Martindale. Dude, they're going to get a blue chipper at corner if they want it. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Uh, and I'm telling you, you know, the, you know, the, the Jets, they're a wild, you know, nobody knows what they're going to do with four. They might yeah, go Texans with the too. After yeah. today, Jerry, I'm sorry, dude. You have to put Stingley one and then Sauce Gardner 1A, yeah. in my opinion. Yeah. So, you know, we'll see how this plays out. And, uh, you know, one of those big kids tackles. Looks like one of them is going to be there for sure. And if they want to go edge at seven or corner at seven or... Oh, Jerry, like you said, dude, there's going to be a lot of a lot of options. And all positive, dude, right? Yeah. All positive, yeah. man. Yeah. Um, the only way, <laughs> Jerry, the only, the only damper on draft night is if they take some... Joe yeah. Schmo from seventh overall. They were like, "What? Right? That's yeah, the only right. thing I could. That's the only thing I could." Do. And this organization has done that before. Okay, yeah, they've done yeah. that. Not Joe Shane. This is his first draft with us, right? So we don't know what's going to happen, right. and I don't expect that to happen with these guys, Jerry. So, 
Uh, it's going to be interesting, dude. Um, I want to bring up something else too, Jerry. You know, we're going to st- we're going to talk. Obviously, we're talking draft, and we're going to have some people calling, and they're going to be talking draft. I'm sure. I want to get your opinion on this, dude. Mm-hmm. So each team is allowed 30 kids to come in, right, and visit, right, mm-hmm. for your organization. The Giants have had three running backs come in. Yeah, yeah. Three. Yeah. I get it. You know, they're not going with a running back in the first round, dude. No. They're probably not going to go with a running back in the second round, dude. But they're going to go running back in this draft. I think yeah. that's a telltale so they love, I know this for a fact, they love James Cook. Love him. Yeah. Okay? I think you even put that in your article that you said you, yeah. know, that you were hearing that they really like. Well, you're right, dude. They yeah. love him. Love yeah. him. And it's what, honestly, what's not the love? But the point I'm getting at. And plus, by the way, Georgia. <laughs> I mean, the Giants are in love with Georgia. Yeah. So. Well, you know what, Jerry? We'll see how much this regime's in love yeah, with Yeah, that's Georgia. true. Yeah, good point. Um, because we all know Gettleman was, right? Um, yeah, but we'll yeah, see yeah. how much this regime... But, Jerry, how could you not be in love with him? Yeah, yeah. I mean, come on. They're the national yeah. champions. They got talent up the air, up the yeah. butt. Yeah. You know, you know, so, um, Jerry, I see that. And I know you're doing your due diligence, but I'm looking at that and saying, boy, without question, this is Barkley's last year as a giant. If... If he's even on this roster, and I'm not even gonna, I'm not even gonna 100% predict that. I think there's still a chance something happens with Saquon um, at draft time and ever. Of course, uh, you know if you free up Bradbury and him, you're looking at you know around 16, 17, 18 million that you're freeing up, and you'll be good for the rest of the year. Jerry, look, dude, I looked at that and I said to myself, man. This is Saquon's last year as a Giant, if he's even on the roster in 22. How's your, what's your feeling on that? I agree. And it's a perfect storm of contract, injuries, everything. It's, it's you know, the fact that he's in what his, this is his 18, 19, 20, 21, 5th uh, This will be, yeah. be his fifth year, right? Yeah. He's had the injury issues. It's the perfect storm for the Giants to kind of move mm-hmm. on and see what they can get for him. I don't know even what they could get for him if they trade him. I wouldn't yeah. be surprised if they get better than a third or fourth, but I, I, you know, I, I think they're going to move on. I think it's obvious they want to move on. It's just a matter of when, dude. I mean, I think I wrote my article. Unless he gets two thousand yards this year and like another seven hundred receiving, I think they'll still move on. <laughs> yeah, right. They probably will. They'll say, "Well, it was it's you know, we improved this offensive line, so anybody can do this." So I don't know, man. And folks, this isn't a knock on Saquon Barkley. This is not a knock on Saquon, all right? This is not a knock on his talent. This is a, you know, a philosophical, it's a philosophical difference now with this regime coming in, who drafted a Singletary in the third round in Buffalo, Zach Bosses, and brought in the other, Matt Breeders for a year and stuff like that. Okay, this has nothing to do with Saquon, and this is not saying, hey, this kid is done. This kid will never be back to his rookie year. No, this kid could come out this year and rush for 1,400 yards, dude. Right. He could have 70 catches right. for another 600 yards. You get what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah. This totally. is not about Saquon. This is not about the kid is a tomato. He, he's going to get hurt again. They don't think he's talented. No. It's a philosophical difference, bro. This is, you know, you, you, see what, you saw what they did in Buffalo. You know, let's put it this way, Jerry. Do you think Joe Shane would have drafted a running back second overall in 2018? No. No. No way. No. So. No. They're going to get that contract out of there if they, you know, 
even if it's, Saquon's back this year, fine. If not, next year he won't be a giant. I think when you see these kids, numerous running backs coming in, I said, I just say to myself, man, they're going to draft one. Uh, I don't know what round, third or fourth round, whatever it's going to be, Jerry, and they're going to move on from Saquon. That's that's the uh, I'm, that's the impression I get, bro. Yeah, I agree. I agree, and I think it's a smart move as well, uh, especially, like I said, based on where they are contract-wise. He's not going to get a second contract. They're going to move on, and that's why they're looking so hard at a running back, and, and they're valuing the running back in the right spot, right? If they're looking at the third or fourth round, you know, that's, that's where they should be looking. And if they fall in love with one or two guys, it is what it is. You, you draft, you know, maybe maybe draft one in the third, even take a flyer on someone in the, in the sixth, what they're thinking. But, um, yeah, I agree with you, dude. I think they're going to move on. Um, also this week was Dable's presser. Um, yeah. You know, you want to cover that a bit? Anything that, that came out of that that you found interesting? Um, look, Dable talked about having his assistant coaches go to some of these pro days, you know, and all that. And he- you know, a lot of times it's scouts or him or, you know, or GM or both or whatever it might be. And, yeah, but you see what happened today. Jerome Henderson's down at LSU. Yeah. Uh, you know, he, you know, he made a point of saying, hey, listen, you know, I have, I have trust. I have faith in my coaches, you know, and, right. and the more eyes, the better. Yeah. You know, um, I thought that was pretty, pretty smart move by Dable. And, you know, he just talked about, you know, the first few months, uh, now, they had their first vo- uh, voluntary workout Monday, and um, most people were there. I think there was like 10, 15 guys, and right around 10 of didn't what wasn't there. Yeah. And look, <laughs> you know where I'm going with this. Yeah, sure. Um, here's the, here, look, a lot of people fa- want to know what the hell's going on with Kadarius Tony, right? So... After what last year, a lot of people look. A lot of people don't have faith in him. A lot of people do. Me personally, it's the second year. A lot of things happened last year, but it's the second year. It's the number one pick. The kid flash. You know, let's let's get it rolling, right? So I was curious to see if he was going to show up. Now I don't know the reason. Um, pretty funny. Uh, somebody did whisper in my ear that, um, yeah, you know, Tony didn't show up. Uh, I know nobody else wanted to report that on Twitter. I guess because I got it first. I don't know. I know it's nobody else really put that out there. Did you right, notice that, right. Jerry? Nice, yeah, yeah, I guess so. Oh, 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 you know. <laughs> anyway, um, but but Tony wasn't there. Uh, Bradbury, which we kind of expected, he didn't show up. You know, yeah. Not that he didn't show up, but they weren't there. Now, look, they could have had great reasons or whatever. You know, I put that on Twitter. Listen, could have had a solid reason. I'm sure Dable knows the reason. Um, um, but a lot of people didn't like the look. And I'm not going to condemn anybody because I don't know why Kadarius wasn't there. But it's my job when somebody whispers in my ear, when I ask somebody, hey, you know, who wasn't there? Was, you know, this guy. And they get back to me, yeah, yeah, uh, you know, this guy wasn't there, this guy wasn't there. It, you know, it's, I, people want to know. People were asking before I even reported, was Tony there? Was Tony there? Was Bradbury there? Was well, you know, I found out, you know. And that's the point. Now, I'm not kidding. This, this means nothing, Jerry. When this kid comes in, works hard, and has 85 catches next year, 75 catches, nobody's going to give a flying you-know-what about April 4th. But it is my job, as a guy covering the team, to report who's there who's, who might not be there. And, you know, so I heard yeah, about look, I, Chris, you know, I'll be honest with I you. I didn't have all the names, actually. I just, you know, I asked about him. Chris, I'll be honest with you. I, I think he should have showed up. And I don't know what, unless it was an emergency... 
it's a new coaching um, regime. I don't know, man. You're not proven. That, that game against Dallas was a long time ago. I, I, I don't know. Look, again, if he shows up to the next, you know, he shows up and, and kills it in camp and all that, and okay, fine. But I, I just saw that, and I, it's like, all right, okay, already we're starting with this. As a fan, again, totally as a fan, it's, come on, Kadarius, please, show up, will you? Uh, unless it was something earth-shattering or, or you had to tend to yeah. family, whatever, you know, obviously that, that, that's, off, that's, that's off the table. But I just, first thing I thought of was, dude, come on. Will yeah. you please show up? Yeah, and I'm sure he will be, Jerry. I don't know what happened. Yeah. Um, so you can't rush the judgment. I know the initial no, know. the initial reaction is, oh, come on. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I get it. You know, I, I get it. I really do. I, I understand the initial reaction. But I just reported it. Uh, yeah, right. He might be yeah. there the next, the whole offseason program from now on. Well, it was good you reported it because I think people like me, or anybody, wanted to know. Right? Right. I mean, and there was one person we thought of right away. Did yeah. he show up? No. Okay. And I'm, look. Don't look down on him. For I, I know people are pissed. I know people, I, and I get it. I, trust me, Jerry. When somebody told me, "Yeah, he's not here," and that's yeah. the way it was worded to me, like with disgust. Yeah, <laughs> yeah right, he's not right, here. Right. But you know, look, I asked Dable, um, on his at his press. You know, um, was he happy with his attendance? And he, he said, "Yeah, we had a packed house. You know, the whole yeah. deal." Yeah. And you know, the guys like Leonard Williams, veterans with Look, Jerry, it's a new head coach. Most guys want to get in and. Exactly. You know what I mean? They want make to show the impression. coach, hey, I'm here. Trust me. Yep. You know what I mean? Make a good impression. Yep. Uh, but I don't know the reason. I, I, I didn't even try to find out the reason. Um, yeah. I just, you know, reported, um, you know, and I was curious myself, of course, you know, uh, of some of the issues, you know, the first season about, you know, this, that, injuries and people. Um, but don't worry. Like, I put on Twitter, hey, look, folks, don't get crazy about it. It's April 4th. And I, I meant that. You know, it's April 4th. You know, look, Jerry, now next month, when I'm at the OTAs, um, and if you skipping those, and it's like, oh, well, you know, what are we doing here? You know what I mean? We're right, trying to right, build right. something here, you know? Right. But a voluntary workout where they basically were in the gym, <laughs> you know, doing stuff like that. Nobody was on a field. Nobody was doing nothing like that. So don't get crazy over it. But it's something, you know, just we'll keep an eye on it during the season. Uh, the voluntary OTAs, if he does miss a lot, whatever it is, and then we got to start asking, what are we doing here? You know what I mean? Yep. So, yeah. and, uh, you know. And Jerry, no matter what the coaches say, hey, it's voluntary, it's voluntary, it's voluntary. You know it's not voluntary to them. You know? Exactly. Right. So. Right. Uh, Daniel, maybe, jo- oh, Jerry, just you know, talking yes. about yep. um, some other things. Uh, we, we spoke to a few of the guys that day. Daniel was one of them. And look, good news. Uh, Daniel told us that he's been cleared and he will be cleared to, for, contact, you know, for contact over the summer. Right. Uh, so he looks like his Very issues good. resolved. Yes. And Daniel will be good to go. Uh, Xavier McKinney, um, very excited. He, <laughs> I, I put this on Twitter. I put it in an article on the inside. I don't remember which one it was yet, but I interviewed McKinney, as you know. You know, you know we put it in the paper uh, last December, I think it was, whatever it was. And, and he did tell me, I think I reported it, that you know, at times playing that deep half, he got bored yeah. at times. Yeah, he yeah, goes, ah, yeah. you know, I, I, so, and he laughed at me. He goes, you know, I, I get bored at times. I, I admit it, you know, but it's not, it's my job to stay focused and all that. Yep. So I did ask him, you know, are you excited to be in Wink system, Martindale's system? And he was kind of like, yeah, I am. You know, uh, you know, looking at, you know, looking because he's going to be doing a lot more now, Jerry. Right. With this in his system, you know. So he was pretty excited about that. He also talked about, you know, 
he's going to be, you know, taking on more of a leadership role. Although he said, he goes, I've been a leader from day one, you know. But obviously with Logan Ryan not here, Jerry. Right. I don't see any veteran uh, safeties coming in, maybe. But he's the leader, dude. Yeah. You know, he's the yeah. leader uh, on the back end. You know, he's he's going to be, the, you know, he's going to be a boss, possible Pro Bowl safety next year. And yeah. he's going to be the guy that Jerome Henderson and Wig Martindale are going to look for as a leader. You know, you're going to have Blake up front, and you're going to have Zay in the back, McKinney in the back, bro. You know? Yeah, he's also one of the guys that I think most Giant fans are ecstatic about, him and Andrew Thomas. <laughs> really, like, he's a guy that everybody kind of is very psyched about where he goes from here. He's been, you know, in a sh- really short time. He played a full season in, what, like two, three games the year before. Yeah. yeah. Um, but he showed a lot of big playability. Uh, smart kid, good safety. Um, you know, look, Gettleman did a lot of wrongs, but that was a, that was a very good pick. And I think Giant fans are just pumped about him, dude. You know, it's funny, Jerry, if they draft like a Thibodeau, a Thibodeau. Yeah. Oh, that's going to be on the back burner. Everybody's just going to be excited about that kid. Oh, totally, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I think, I think guys like that, like Walker, like even Kyle Hamilton, I think then it's like, oh, okay, yeah, thank, that's interesting. Yeah, I know we have the new guy now. Um, what did Saratella say? If, if Thibodeau gets drafted by the Giants... And he's already the best player on the team. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know about that. Rick's very high on him, but we'll wait. We'll wait on that one. Yeah. Um, but I know what he's saying. You know, I get what he's saying. You know, but he's yeah. going to be the most exciting kid. Yeah, Jerry, that people will be looking for because he's got that flash about him. You know, and yeah. he's an edge guy. And all. Jerry, I got to ask you something, bro. Yeah. I mean, dude, I cannot believe what is happening in this league at the wide receiver position. I, 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 I you see the money Diggs got. It's insane, and it's like they make. There's more millionaire, more guys making average per year, money wise, than edge guys in this league. Yeah, I don't see to myself. What is going on here? Yeah, I, I, Jerry, I just find it mind-boggling how the receiver position is kind of elevated over one of the primary positions in this league. I, I think it's crazy. You could always replenish the receivers. There's so many guys coming out this year. You know, I just it, I just find it amazing how the league has changed, man, in the last few years and how what the money these receivers are making, man. Yeah, and I, I look at receiver almost like kind of like, like running back. Like are you going to – they last longer. Uh, so from that standpoint, it's different. But are you going to pay a receiver that much money? I mean, it's been, it's look, it's quarterback, it's left tackle, it's edge rusher. Those are the, those are the, the that's how you build the team. I think we've learned this, right? Yeah. Um, I, I'm, I'm stunned as you are, dude. I keep seeing these and these amounts. Of, and what's like Jamar Chase going to ask for? $100 million a year? Oh, I mean, oh my God. He can, I mean, he can ask for anything and get it. I mean, when him and Justin Jefferson are free agents, man, yeah. what the hell are they going to get? Yeah, it's going to be crazy. Do you really want to start dipping 30 plus million a year for a receiver? It's going to be crazy. Crazy. Oh my god, it's it's just I I just it's amazing, Jerry. You know, it's that Christian Kirk and then obviously the Tyreek Hill and Devontae Adams contracts and blowing it out of the water. And if you want to keep a star receiver, that's what you're looking at now. And, and if you have a star quarterback, Jerry, what do you do? You got to spend 60, 70 Plus million of your cap for two positions. Two positions. One of them being a receiver. That's insane, wow. dude. It's absolutely insane. Oof, it's it's crazy, bro. And you already tie up so much. Um, you know, you're you already tie up so much at quarterback, and are you willing to do that at receiver? It's 
Yeah. That's that's it's not the Galladay's seventeen million whatever he's getting. That's like, like nothing now, right? That mm. seems like nothing now. Yeah, even if he, even if he returns to the Kenny Galladay that we know and love in, in Detroit, um, like you said, it seems like nothing. So, uh, Shepard spoke uh, with us, Jerry and Blake Martinez, and Shepard. You know, listen, he admitted he was going back and forth whether or not to take a pay cut. You know? Yeah, yeah. Um, but he wanted to be here. Um, the Giants told him they want to work. Look, the Giants could have walked away from him, dude. Right. They could have walked away from him. Yeah. Very easily, you know. But they wanted him, too. They wanted him, you know. Yeah. Uh, Shep realized it's a business. He weighed the pros and cons and said, hey, I want to be here. You know, and look. When Dable was introduced, when Shane was introduced, Shep was there on crutches, dude. He was right next to me. I, you know, he was there with those presses. Right. And he was shaking hands with Shane. You know, he was meeting their families. And Shep loves it here, man. And, and he says, listen, it, it'll work out. You know, uh, you know, uh, I decided to stay here. I wanted to stay here. And whatever down the road happens, I he's just working on coming back, Jerry. Getting back. Right. And being that reliable target for Daniel that we know, that we've seen, yeah. right? We've seen that. Yeah. That's his favorite target, Jerry. Yep. We know that, right? When when Shep is healthy, uh, that's who Daniel looks for a lot of the time. That's his guy. You know, that's his guy. So he's um, he's the security blanket. Yeah, you want him back healthy. It'd be nice right. if he can just, you know, play a full right. season healthy, see what he can do with Jones. You know, so that's his guy. Uh, you know, they work well together and Shep's working his way back and he'll be back another year and we'll see where it goes after that, you know. Um, yeah. Blake Martinez, he's on he He's on, uh, he's on pace, Jerry. He looks like he's going to be good for training camp. If not, maybe a couple weeks into camp. But it looks good for him right. for the season. And we talked about this numerous times, Jerry, that how much he was missed. Right? right. Blake was really missed. Uh, and he's going to really enjoy Nicobe Dean next to him, Jerry. He's going to enjoy that. <laughs> nice. Are you there? <laughs> I'm fine, dude. I'd love it. That's what I mean, Chris. Like, Chris, if they have these sort of reach for him at seven, I'm not that mad about it. It's like, well, you probably could have got him at 12, but I don't care. Like, again, I, you know, it's not the smart pick at seven, but would I be nuclear over it? No. No. No, no. I'm, I'm, I'm reaching. I'm, you know, I'm just. I'm, it is a reach, but I wouldn't. I, I'm I'm sorry, my point is, it, you know? my point is, I wouldn't even care. Yeah, right. I'm having some fun with it, but, uh, you know, it's going to be, it's going to be interesting, Jerry. Um, I think we, you know, I didn't have running back in play, Jerry, on my mock draft, the one I gave to you for the inside. You know, I didn't, yeah. I didn't even have a running back. Yeah. If I had to do it today, Jerry, and you said, Chris, give me one now, I'd probably have a running back on one now. I, well, yeah, I, I mean, see, I, yeah. seeing what's happening, Jerry, I'd probably yeah. have a running back on one now. I also have Walker going seven to the Giants. Probably he's going to go maybe one or two now. You know, again, these guys are like stocks. They rise and fall. And now, like, well, he's the, he's the, you know, the, the latest craze, right? And now Hutchinson, is he going to really go one? I still think he's going to go one. but Yeah, you know, um, Jerry, I, this is the smoke time of year. Yeah. A lot of people have Thibodeau uh, dropping. I don't. Yeah. I think they're full of crap. I yeah. think they're still going to – somebody's still going to take him in the top four. Yeah. Yeah. You know, Jerry, I still think mm-hmm. he goes in the top four. Yeah. He's still the best all-around player in this draft, in my yeah. opinion. Yeah, even more than my boy Kyle, you know. Um, I, I Look, I, I put on Twitter my top 32 overall prospects, and I have Thibault number one, dude, you know. Yeah, yeah. Um, now, what if he drops for other reasons? That's, that's, that's not my list. My list was just for pure prospect, overall talent, who yeah. I feel is the top 32. What would be your board, you know, your big yeah, board? Yeah, I'm, t- I'm taking the flash crap out of it. I'm taking this, taking that. Yeah. I'm just talking about my board. Yeah. Uh, so I think... Teams are full of crap. Some of them, oh, well, you know, 
the slot of Tony Smokes. Oh, we're not taking. We're going to stay with. I think he goes to the top four still, Jerry. Uh, you'd, you'd be crazy to pass up on him, in my opinion. Um, I think he's going to be one of those guys that you, you'd be afraid to pass. That's why I have him. I have him going two overall. I think someone like Detroit, even the, the Texans, will say, "I can't pass on this kid. I'm going to have. Right. I have to almost have to take him." You know. Right. Could be wrong, but right. I mean, yeah, I, I'll, be, I I'll be happy if he falls to five or seven. But yeah, Jerry, I mean, you can still see Hutchinson and him one two, right? Yeah, you can still totally. see him one yeah. two. Yeah, Houston maybe going with a Hamilton, or maybe taking a big tackle, you know. Yeah, and then the Jets, I don't know what the Jets are gonna do. The Jets need so much. Who knows what they're gonna do? They'd be crazy not to take defense because who knows what they're capable of, right? Yeah, uh, look, you know, they were one of the worst defenses, if not the worst, last year, uh, and they need defense, bro. You know. Yeah, yeah. And they need a corner. They need a number one corner uh you know they went out and they got reed uh you know from seattle in the offseason he's not a yeah. number one corner reed uh, right he's a good corner he, he's developed i should say he's developed to a nice number two corner he's not a legit number one corner i think the jets are looking for that i could see them going with a sauce or even a stingley now dude yeah you know what i mean and then yeah. the giants are lined up for one of those big boys yeah and, uh, but that's the way i see it but you know it could change we'll see i think there's a lot of Team's starting to blow the smoke out there now. You know, they're blowing smoke up people's, you know what, now, dude. Yeah. Oh, no, you know, it's Thibodeau. Oh, Thibodeau, no. Nah. You know, he said he's the best player in the draft. He's doing interviews with no shirts. Ah, oh, I don't trust this kid. Yeah, okay. You know, right. so. Right. You know, watch the film and watch him when you watch Oregon. You say, ugh, man, you know. Yeah. Uh, I do trust him, you know. <laughs> you know, so we'll see what happens, bro. Adriana, I will admit her. Here we go. Adriana Ayafola. Oh my God, it's been forever. There she is. Hello. How you doing? Good. How are you? Good. Finally. Um, nice to meet you finally. I know. You too. This is great. I'm excited <laughs> to join. Awesome. What's going hey, Joanna, on? Where are, you, where are you from? Where are you living? Up, 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 where are you living? So I'm actually, I live in Connecticut now. I moved here about oh, a year okay. ago. Okay. I remember you saying something like that. Right. Okay. Where are you from yeah. in Jersey? Uh, Ramsey. Okay, cool. Awesome. Up in Bergen, yeah. Giants, Giants territory. I wonder why you're a giant, diehard Giants fan. Yes. The problem is my husband's from Boston. A Patriots fan. Uh, is he a Red Bruins Sox fan? fan yes. Is he? Oh, he's a smart guy, huh? He's a brilliant guy, huh? <laughs> he doesn't really follow them that well. We actually went to the um, ALCS game. Oh. At Fenway, the one when the Yankees lost. Oh, it was brutal. Yeah, what else is new? What was brutal about it? There it is, Chris. Yes. What else? What's is so new? brutal about it? <laughs> Nothing worse than losing at Fenway. Speak yeah. for yourself, there, yeah. kiddo. Uh, I would say I would say losing in Philly is that much okay, worse for fair. New York fans. But anyway, what's yes, up? That's fair. Um, I have a kind of funny story for you guys, and then I I want to ask you about wide receiver. Sure. Um, so last week, so I was one of the lucky people who got one of the buffoon crew magnets when you guys had them out. I finally got giant plates about a year ago because my car was still registered in New Jersey. So I was all excited to have my <laughs> Giants vanity plates and my buffoon crew sticker on the back of my car. So nice. last week I'm driving home from the gym and I got T-bone semi-truck and I'm totally Ooh. fine. I had, you know, soreness and whatever, but I, I managed to walk out of the car and was okay. Um, oh, but I'm, I'm sitting in my husband's car. Yeah, it was really scary. My car's wow. completely totaled. All the airbags went off. Um, but the airbags, honestly, miracle, completely saved me. I didn't, I mean, wow. he hit me right on the driver's side and I didn't Ooh. have 
any injuries. Like it really was just soreness. So I made it okay. I had to go and get a CAT scan and all that kind of stuff. But I'm <laughs> sitting in my husband's car. You know, the police are there. It's a whole scene. The police right. are there. The um, firefighters are there. An ambulance comes with the stretcher, the whole nine. So I'm, you know, relaying to the police what happens and everything. And, you know, they, they come over with a tow truck and they're like, all right, take whatever you guys want at the car. And my husband's sitting there and he's like, all right, I'll get, you know, your registration, whatever. And I'm like, get the buffoon crew sticker. I need to put it on my new car. <laughs> That's a great story. Yeah, awesome. we got to talk about so that, Jerry. So That's my awesome. husband's like, okay, so I think her brain's okay if she's, you know, registering right. this. So. Oh, my right. God. That, wow, that's uh, that's fandom. That's good stuff. Well, Adriana. Um, well, thank God you're okay. Adriana, yeah. first off, thank God, like Jerry just said, thank God you're all right, man. I mean, that sounded like that could have been much worse. Yeah. So um, thank God, you know, everything is good with that. And, and look, you, I we know you're one of the biggest supporters and, I don't know how the hell you do it. I guess there's a link on it. I've asked people this before, but it seems like every time I throw a tweet out there, you hit like. Or it's like like, like instantly. Is that an automatic thing on Twitter? You could just hit like and... No, you know, it's funny. My uncle asked me the same thing. Notifications on for specific okay. people. So like when you, the oh, Giants and Eli okay. tweet, it automatically okay. comes up as a notification on my phone. Gotcha. So I, okay. I can stay up to date. I also work from home, so I've kind of had a lot, a lot of time on my hands. So. Right, right, right. <laughs> okay. Well, there. listen, you know, me and Jerry, uh, first of all, you know, we, like we said, thank God you're all right, man. Um, and two, thanks for the support. We always see you on Twitter and stuff like that. And, uh, we, you know, we're, we're happy you appreciate our work. And, hey, look, we wouldn't be doing this shit if it wasn't for people like you, to be honest yep. with you. Right, Jerry? That's right. Uh, That's you right. Know, so um, what's on your mind? You only want to talk about receiver? Go ahead. Yeah, so there's been a lot of mock drafts, and I know Rick was talking about some wide receivers last week, and the Giants have had some um, guys for you know, college teams and whatever over the last couple of weeks talking about mm -hmm. different receivers. Yeah. But I kind of feel like we're already stacked in that department, so I'm mm -hmm. wondering, like, with a guy like Slayton, you know, when we have all these other guys in front of him and now there's talks of us drafting wide receivers, how many do you see them actually sticking you think you know rookies are going to come in and be able to battle it out with the guys like Slayton and and make it to the 53 I know last year I think we kept what six on the roster so mm, yeah I think it was six yeah mm. you want, want me to try oh, first yeah Jerry yeah jump in you know I, I think I wrote this that it's it's a deep group but there's still a million question marks Galladay's a question mark Tony's a question mark Shepard's health you know uh, Slayton, like, although right, right away you have four wide receivers, but you know, what is who's well, I guess Galladay's the one by default, but they all have their issues, right? And then you know, you have the the Sills army, you know, behind them, right? Um, I mean, you know, they signed a, a few guys that you know, it's very excited about. I don't think they'll draft any if they do, they may take a flyer on someone late, but I just think they have room right now. And they have too many unanswered questions about each one of them to, to decide, you know what, we're going to go early with a wide out. They may go late with one, but I think, to, I think the second part of your question, if someone's drafted late, I think they have an excellent chance to be able to contribute because some of these guys, I mean, you may have all of a sudden you have four in the room and now you have two in the room because of injuries or whatever. Um, so I think, I think uh, this is a, a good year for a rookie to make an impact, but at the same time, I just wouldn't invest the draft capital early, if that makes sense. 
Yeah, you know, a lot of people ask you about Darius Slade, and, and I think, Adrian, I think if they were going to move on from him, they would have done it already. You know, uh, he's a, it would have saved them like two points something on the cap, and that's something I think they would have moved on. So I expect to see Darius back. And, hey, look, you know, like this changes all the time. At first, I was like, oh, there's no way they're going to take a receiver in this draft. And now you look at it and you see the way they're scouting these pro days. You know, um, hey, look, fourth round, fifth round, you could see it now. You know, you could see it. It's not a priority need for them, but you could see it because, like Jerry said, there's still a lot of question marks. Shep is – look, Shep's, Shep's not expected back to maybe September, October, maybe, okay? Now, Shep's coming along. I, I, you know, he, he's doing – he's ahead of schedule. But still, you don't know. You know, there's only there's, – look, a lot of people – he's coming off the Achilles, right, Adriana? And a lot of people got spoiled with Cam Akers last year. He came back from the Rams in like four months. That is on heard of okay yeah, yeah. I, I can't make his for other oh, rams that running back is like superman how the hell he came back from that injury and played in the same season it is beyond belief but so, so don't expect that ship to like september october galladay's a guy look when when you have a first and goal or you're inside that red area adriana and you're in a high red you're inside the 10 and your best receiver is on the sideline that's a that's a damn problem okay so we're not going to go back into the past with the Garrett and, uh, and the Freddie Kitchen stuff. Forget about it. So they feel they're going to get a lot more to Galladay. But look, Slayton is a kid that you look at him and, and you see potential, but it's going to be what now, Jerry? Year three for him now, Slayton? Four? What is it going to be for him now? 19, 20, right? 21, yeah. 22. Yeah. So four. three, right? Jerry, and you look at him and say, okay, is he going to pan out? I don't know. You know, so could they go receiver fourth round or something? Yeah, I could see it. Definitely. I'm not taking it off the table. I could definitely see it. Hey, look, you know what I found interesting, Adriana? They brought David Sills back. Yeah. Yeah. They I thought they da- were going to get rid of Slayton, so I was kind of surprised that they kept him. So did I. Yep. Uh, I, I had him as a possible cut, no question, but now he's still here. Hmm. I don't think he's going to go anywhere. I think, uh, that doesn't mean he's going to make the 53, but, uh, you know, he's going you know, he, to come back. In my opinion, he'll be back. David Sills is very intriguing. You know, uh, I was curious to see if they were going to bring him back, and they did sign him, and he's going to get a good look. He's going to get a serious look at training camp, you know, and it's going to be interesting to see what happens with him. And what do you think about Foster? Because he was a recent signing, too. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. yeah. I'm more excited about Dante team. Pettis than I am Foster. About that. <laughs> this, yeah, Pettis, Adrian, I, I was surprised they kept him, too. I liked him, yeah, yeah. Adrian, there's some guys that they brought in here, you know, offensive linemen, stuff like that, that, they might not be on a 53, okay? They might not be. Force is probably going to be one of them. You know, Dable knows him from Buffalo. He's going to bring him in. He knows the system and all that. And they'll give him a look. But you're asking me right now, do you expect him on a 50? No, I don't. You know, I don't. Unless he has a big camp. So we'll see. It'll be interesting. Anything else in your mind? Um, I'll, one more thing, and then I'll let people come in. Um, Chris, you guys were still on Zoom for the for these press conferences, right? Do you when do you get back in the building? Do you know? We'll be back in the building this year. Yeah, okay. it's only because we didn't have access to the OTA Monday was the only reason we went on Zoom with Dable. But we are going in the building for the pre-draft presser. From what I understand, we'll be back in the building for the draft, and we have OTAs in May, including the rookie mini camp that we're supposed to be in the building for. And they're telling us right now, Adriana, that we're back in the locker room. Now, nice. things could change, you know, with the COVID, the numbers, or, you know, everything like that. But as of now, it looks like we're going back to normal. 
So, which is going to be good for everybody, you know. Because- Adriana, Adriana, what did you do to, to chime in for me to click on you? Because it's people are asking what they have to do here. I don't know why there's an issue this time. Um, uh, there was a button underneath you guys that said, um, like live call in or something. Okay. And so I just pressed go, that and then the pop-up came up and you had to, you know, allow the microphone and, and, um, got it video and all that. Awesome. Okay. Thank you. Yeah. Should be right there. All right. Well, thank that. you guys. Well, nice to finally meet you, Adrian. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Nice yeah, to meet you. you. And I'm glad you, I'm glad you're all healthy and you came out all right with that, man. And, uh, Oh. And good luck with everything, man. And uh, how you like Connecticut, by the way? So far, so good. You like we're it? In, we're in Southern Connecticut, so okay. there's there's more Giants fans than Pats yeah. fans. So that's great. So um, are you near <laughs> New Haven at all or no? Further south. We're in uh, Fairfield County. So supposedly New Haven pizza is just, I don't know. That's what everybody says, man. Uh, we have not been there yet. The big one is um, Frankie uh, Frank and Pepe's. Yeah. 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 Oh, man, I heard that place is... Yeah. Sagado's yeah. been trying to get me up there to go to that place in the worst. I heard that. Yeah. Have you tried that, Adriana Peppies? No, but I'm like, I'm oh. from New Jersey and I lived in New York City. Like, I just can't imagine that that piece is better. Yeah, would I you, know. Li- I know. Would you, you know what, Adriana? As you know, because you've been following us for a while, you know, I grew up in New York. Um, I, I can't believe the good pizza I get in Jersey. I can't believe it. I never thought I was. But where, where were you in the city? I was in... East Williamsburg for a year, oh, Brooklyn South girl. Williamsburg, and then the Upper East Side for a couple of years. Oh, Brooklyn I girl, loved huh? Brooklyn. I was kind of pissed to move to Manhattan, but <laughs> nice. <laughs> Williamsburg is built up. It's beautiful. Places to live. Yeah, Williamsburg right. is really nice now. They really built it up. It's unbelievable now. Nice. Yeah, it's expensive now too. So. Very expensive. Yes, yes, it is. So, right, Adriana, yeah. listen. Good luck. Good luck with everything. Thanks. For, thanks for coming on. All right. Thank thanks. you guys for having me. You got it. Bye. See you. Bye bye. All right, I'm going to admit Todd now. Yeah. Having a little trouble hearing you, Todd. Uh, I don't know where the mic is. Oh, maybe there we go. That's better. That's better. That's better. Oh, okay. Yeah, I just had to get closer. Cool. What's going on, man? What's up, Todd? It's pretty cool to actually uh, talk to you guys because uh, I'm always working and now I'm on day shift, so it's pretty cool. Nice. What's up, man? <laughs> what's, what's on your mind, much? dude? Wait, what's uh, on your mind? When's the next Lombardi coming? <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> Not next year, Todd. <laughs> Not That's next good. year, bro. I can tell you I was going to say take a 500 record, but we can't even do that now with a, with an uneven number. Hopefully like three, four years, maybe. Oh, God. Next well, you know Lombardi. What? You know what, Todd? <laughs> Let's see how this regime drafts. Let's see the foundation they lay out this year, right? Uh, let's see if we need a new quarterback. Let's see how, what Daniel does next year. You know, because if Daniel doesn't work out, now you, now you have to draft a quarterback, which, you know, sets you back a few more. Yeah, so, exactly. uh, you know what, Todd? I think it's just safe to say it's not going to be next year. And you're hoping within the next, what do you think, Jerry, next four years, if, these, if they draft well this year and get it rolling with the quarterback, we'll see. I'm always like, I'm always the idiot optimist. I'm the buffoon. Like right away, I'm thinking, well, if we draft well at five and seven and do well here and fix the line right away and all of a sudden draft a pass rusher, we can compete for the division. Like that's just me being an idiot. Uh, but realistically, yeah, I mean, you're looking towards, obviously, we always say this, you're looking towards the following year, you know, 2023 to be more competitive. And then anything after that, you know, it's, it's you know, anything's possible. But you know what, Todd? If there was a definite answer at the quarterback position, which Daniel's still a lot of question marks. Let's face it. 
You know, it's a lot of question marks with Daniel. Yeah. If we if we had a franchise quarterback that we could say he's our guy for the next ten years for sure, then Todd, I would say, you know what? Let, give these guys a couple of drafts and give us a few years, and we'll we'll be shooting for that Lombardi. But I just can't say that right now, bro. Cannot right. say that. Yeah, we don't have Joe Burrow, you know. <laughs> no, no, we don't. Unfortunately, we don't, bro. No, we don't. So, where are you from, Todd? Uh, upstate New York, about an hour from Albany. What, what part? Uh, about an hour north of Albany. Uh, oh, okay. Johnstown. Okay, I go. Uh, I go hunting up in Sullivan County every year. Okay. Used to have property up there, but you're up way up past that. Yeah, I'm up uh, about an hour west of Saratoga too. Oh, okay. All right. All right. That's uh, Francesca calls Saratoga. <laughs> <laughs> Anything else in your mind? Nah, man. All right. So, All right, buddy. Thanks for jumping in, Todd. Yep. Thanks, nice meeting you, brother. Nice See you, man. You guys. Take care, Todd. Have a good one. You too, Take man. care. All right, I'm admitting Dubs Dribble. Dubs! That was cool. Hey, guys. Can you hear me? Yeah, oh, beautifully. Right on. Well, it's just because I got in the gear. I sit in front of this computer for 12 hours a day. Oh, work from home, huh? Work from home? Exactly. So my sob story is that between work and home and personal, all that stuff, I've I've not had a chance. I haven't listened to the last two podcasts, so I'm not going to come on here and ask any. I'm planning on catching up this week. Dubs, I'll be honest with you, you're like the only person based on the downloads we've seen. I mean, it has been incredible. Um, ratings gold, Cybertson and, and Saratov, right man. I mean, my God. But anyway, you, I ask what you want, bud. It's all good. No, I just, I, it's that awkward. Nobody was joining. I'm like, ah, I guess I can come up with something. You know what? I don't think people know how to because we, we have a lot of people in the audience, oh, but gotcha. they're not clicking on call in. I don't know why. I guess people are shy or don't know how. Yeah. It took Adriana to tell everyone how to, to figure out how to do it. So Adriana well, had the stones to do it. I, I would have watched either way. It's kind of cool to see you guys over the video uh, oh, okay. in addition to the audio. But so my um, you know, maybe we Maybe we should is, just do that as an option every time. Just have it live stream and people, cool. you know, whatever. Yeah, we yeah, should. I, right? I totally tune in. Why not, um, right? So my oddball question is, is yeah. I really enjoyed the halftime show at the Super Bowl, right? So my question for you guys is, what would your your super group be in their heyday, not their old selves wow. or our old selves now, but what would be your super group for the Super Bowl? It's probably going to be the same time. for both of us, but I'll let Chris answer this. <laughs> oh, oh, without question, Led Zeppelin. Yeah, I mean. It's not even a question mark. Look, bro. Chris and I agree on a lot of things, but there's some things we don't. That one's going to be an easy one. Of course, the set list would be different. I'll say that. Like I, <coughs> excuse me, I would hope for the, hey, hey, what can I do? Chris is like, oh my God, that's 30th on the list. So the set list would differ, <laughs> but we're both going to go Zeppelin. Yeah, it's pretty, yeah. Yeah, I don't think there's any question about that, that dubs. It'd be Zeppelin. Um, maybe, Van Halen, you, maybe Van Halen could open for him. I don't know. Right on. I, I can, actually... can you imagine, hey, dubs, can you imagine like Zeppelin and like Eddie Van Halen join, joining Jimmy Page, doing a few songs. Yeah, see, that's the thing is that that, that would just mind blown. Can I you, mean, yeah. You, you talk just... about music, not this crap today. I don't know what the hell it is, but you know, you talk about, just, just picture that, right? Just picture that Zeppelin doing a song and here comes Eddie coming out 
and they do a little like how many more times together or days to confuse something like that together. Uh, can you imagine that, dude? Can you imagine or something, something like that? crazy like I know it's overdone, but cashmere. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, uh, no, anything. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I agree with you, bro. Uh, it's that would be, yeah, that would be something, you know. Um, hey, look, I gotta be honest with you. Who, who do you like, though? Like, who, who would your choice? Who would your choice be? So the, the Super Bowl is kind of a, a a tough nut to to crack, right? So because you want to be able to get everybody, and I'm I'm a little more up there in age and wisdom, whatever you want to call it. So I don't know. I'm same with you guys. The groups now, the the halftime shows haven't really been my thing. But I think you kind of have to get multiple genres. And I thought, you know, what about the rap metal genre? So Run DMC and Aerosmith. Mm. Public Enemy and Anthrax. Yeah, that was great. Bring, bring the, noise. the noise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't really fit, but kind of add in a little Rage Against the Machine. I was going to say Rage Against the Machine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that, that fits yeah. there. Yeah, I'm in. Yeah, dude, my podcast has everything. That would be from good, bro. That would be my, good. my, you know, I, my my podcast, my my iPod. I still have an iPod. I don't care. I don't. I don't just go to Spotify because I'm particular with what I want to hear and and you know the 75 versions of Thunder Road that I have on my iPod. But <laughs> I listen to everything from like Frank Sinatra to Slipknot. So I have everything in between, dude. I I, I love it all. Right on. There's not much I don't like. So anyway, who's your favorite band? Ed? If, oh. I had a, if you had to live on an island right now, and you know what band would you bring? What what music would you bring with you? You know that's pretty tough. This is this is going to be a little sentimental just because of what happened uh, a couple days, a couple weeks ago. It'd probably have to be Foo Fighters with the, oh, okay. the drummer passing away. There um, you go. That that's a hard question to answer. There's so many different bands and genres, and but that's how old yeah. are you, buddy? I am 45. Oh, I got 10 years on you. So I'm going back. To, I'm like going back to Sabbath days, bro. You're like me, Dubs. I'm 47. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm bringing Sabbath with me, brother. You know what I mean? I'm, you know. Well, so, <laughs> and I, I had an older generation around me that introduced me to that type of, you know, all the classic, you know, rock and heavier stuff from the, from the 70s. Yeah. And, you know, I, I do have some of the music services, but it's the same thing you just end up going back to the same old stuff listen anyway dubs are you a floyd guy i was for a long time but it kind of got overdone between the movies and everybody else i i probably should go back and start listening to it again but um I I have all of their music in my library. I just haven't listened to them in probably fifteen years. Chris, Chris oh just my named. Oh God! What the hell's wrong with you? Bro? Chris just named the one. Chris How named the one. How could you not listen to Pink Floyd in fifteen years? What are you uh, losing your mind? Chris just named the one band we are not going to agree with. Yeah, no, Jerry, you don't have the that state of mind for Floyd. I could tell that. Right I away. do not. How do you know that? How do you figure that? So because I've seen Floyd numerous times in concert, I could tell you Jerry Floyd would never be at a Pink Floyd concert. He there just, it is. Jerry doesn't have that state of mind. It's like uh, you got to be like that certain state of mind to be a Floyd guy, you know. Uh, but That's uh, so true. Yeah, no, Jerry. Yeah, yeah, no, nah, yeah, yeah. Nah, I could can't see it, Jerry. So, hey, Dubs, what else is on your mind, brother? Nice hat. I like the hat. Oh, right on. Yeah. Um, you know, I just need to catch up as far as what's going on. I need to listen to those podcast episodes. I have no idea. Yeah, well, we had, two, uh, yeah, we had two we had two draft people on and, and you're gonna really like it, bro. You'll be caught up with the draft and 
We're going to talk about the draft next week, obviously, as we get closer to it, bro. So you'll be, you'll catch up. I'm a little pissed off that you haven't listened to the podcast, the last two podcasts. Saturday is my day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking for you, bro. All, so yeah, you'll, things, you'll catch up, man. Yeah. I, I'm I'm hopeful that uh, Pettis, you guys mentioned Pettis earlier. Like I'm Pettis. hopeful that he, yeah. um, I, I'm a UW guy, so we've seen a few UW people come through there and nothing's really happening. Maybe, maybe it'll happen with Pettis. You know, Ross All right, so listen. Kind of showed us a little bit. We didn't get much. I'm, before we go, I'm going to give you a homework assignment. You ready? Okay. Go back into your archives. Get the Division Bell album. Okay. Make sure you put high hopes on when you're in the car at nighttime, and you just listen to David Gilmore on the steel guitar. You get back to me, brother, and tell me what what the hell you've been missing. Okay. <laughs> right on. I will do that tonight. <laughs> stuff, All right, brother. <laughs> right on. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. Keep See on you, the, doing the good stuff. Thanks, man. Thank you, buddy. I'll, we'll, see, we'll talk soon. I'm hitting the button. Hang on. Adriana's on Twitter. She's telling people what to do. Oh, look at that. And now all of a sudden, I, I told her, I, said, I tweeted at her. I said, Adriana, please tell them what to do. Yeah, she is. Adriana's. She's telling people what to do. All right, let me. All right. So Carson Hageman. Hope I said that right. Hey, what's up, Car- Hey, Carson. Oh, what's a new one? We never it's had a, Carson it's a, it's, before, a great, right? it's a great first name, buddy. Okay. Thanks. Thanks. Going awesome. on, what's going on? Not much. Yeah. Uh, before my question, I want to make a confession. I, so I just graduated high school this past spring, and my graduation gift was my parents would take me to a Giants game, home Giants game. Oh, nice. Okay. And so I got to pick from everyone this year, and this was mm-hmm. in the summer, so I was like, you know, we're going to be pretty good this year. I think the Falcons. Mm, yeah. <laughs> you went to the Falcon game? Oh, yes. gosh. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and for reference, we, we live about a half hour away from Toledo, Ohio. Oh wow! Okay. So, oh wow! Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, so you're fan. Plus, I would drive. Yeah. So but, you're still oh. thinking about you're still thinking about a Dory Jackson drop uh, dropping that oh, ball in the end zone, huh? <laughs> just, oh, just watching uh, Kyle Pitts catch that on Jabril Peppers. Mm. Dude, just watching everyone leave. It's just like. Did you grow up there, Carson? How'd you become a Giant fan? Okay, so this is funny story. So my dad, growing up, he was a Colts fan, Peyton Manning fan. Okay. And randomly, one day, I'm just like, I'll root for Eli Manning. And I'm not sure. Let's see if I can get you. There's an Eli poster. Nice. Okay, there you go. got it. Yeah, got it. But you see that right, right there? That, it's a glove and a... Yeah, I see a right glove. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So... This was a preseason game in 2015, I think. Um, we went down in Cincinnati, and the Giants were playing there. And Odell threw a glove up. My little brother actually caught it, but it's nice. in my room. So. It pre- pre- real quick, ball. preseason yeah. game. Preseason games are great to catch that stuff for. I caught Seahorn's yeah, yeah. hat, Percy Ellsworth's glove, safety from a long time ago and Ryan Phillips glove. I was jumping over little kids. I, I was that guy. I was very, I was, it was awful, but like Seahorn threw his hat and I like leaped over people. So anyway, preseason, that's, that's when you do it, buddy. Yeah. So what's up? Yeah. Cause like this game, I was, we, our seats were upper level, but yeah. we, uh, I was standing there, we went down and we didn't get any autographs, but of course we saw the guys. It was sweet. Yeah. But nice. Yeah. It was awesome. Cool. Um, As a matter of fact, wasn't that one of the days that was it Eli? Who who was being? It was Eli. Eli, right? Yeah. Chose it, but 
Oh, gotcha. Like, okay. Okay. I didn't, you know, they, they yeah. lost, but. Yeah, they lost for Eli. Yeah. yeah. Unbelievable. And the, the week before, I was watching the Washington game, like two back to back games. It's just. Like, no, oh. brutal. Oh, God. But Awful. That about sums up the year, right, Carson? Right there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That uh, I love the Giants, man. I love the Giants, but it got hard to watch. The past oh yeah, right. no, we all feel the same way. Yeah, we're, sure. Oh we've all been through. We've all been through it, buddy. Yeah, yeah. Hopefully, he starts turning around now with this new regime in here. So we'll yeah, see what happens. I know. Better. What's on your mind, bud? So I mean, no one had really asked. So one position that I was kind of thinking of, no one really mentions it. Left guard, or like, I mean, Glasgowski. Mm, yeah. You're right. Yeah, has kind of the right one. Do you think that comes from the draft or like a Shane Lemieux? Do I say Bredesen? No, no, no don't say no. it. No, don't say Bredesen. <laughs> you want to try first, Chris? Uh, yeah, I mean Lemieux is going to get a look. Obviously, he's you know he's healthy now. He's going to get a look. But um, and they went out and they signed a few guys, depth guys, you know, that are going to be giving a look over there in training camp. But I could see them. I could see them maybe addressing the draft too. You know, um, early. Uh, uh, yeah, early. So, if, like, say if Zion Johnson falls to round two, or Chris, the guy, who's mm-hmm. the one you love, yeah. your favorite Kenny guy? Kenny Green, but he won't. Yeah, yeah. he won't. Yeah. He but say he does. He but you never know. And, and you, you took a, a right tackle at five and something else at seven, mm-hmm. you know, especially if you got an edge rusher at seven, and the guard is sitting there, you know, it's going to be hard for them to, to say, oh, yeah, no, Lemieux's our guy. So it's not a bad question, man. It's a good question. No, He's yeah. still a question mark, you know, huge question mark. Yeah, we don't know what we have from Lemieux. He played a little bit, then he got hurt, you know. He looked all right at times. He's a great, he's a road great. You know, he's a good on a run block, but he's not very good in pass pro at all. And we just don't know. I mean, if no way you go look at him and say, okay, well, Lemieux's penciled in for left guard right now. No way. Yeah. You know, no way. So that's going to be a spot that veterans are going to compete or draft pick or even an undrafted free agent after the draft. Some of these kids they bring in, yeah. you know, it's going to be a lot of competition over there, of course. So I could, I could not tell you who the hell's going to be left guard for them next year. Mm-hmm. It might not even, I mean, honestly, me hoping, I'm hoping he's not even on the roster yet. You know what I mean? Same. That's what I'm hoping. Yeah. Yeah. So. Hi, buddy. Anything else, stuff? I mean, maybe one more kind of. So, like, say, you know, we got Neil or uh, Icky at five, Mm. Mm. seven. If they they have, you know, right here, Thibodeau and Sauce or uh, Mm. Kid from LSU, say they like him. What, what do you think they prioritize, like corner or edge rusher? Mm, Depends what happens question. with Bradbury, too. That's a great question. <sighs> Who the hell knows? They need an edge. They I'm not going to be – but you know what? You know what the beauty of it? We were just talking about it. I don't even care. I don't no, care. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> like, I, both. I like any of them. I guess if I had to gun to my head, edge rusher, Thibodeau. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, he's a free. Sure. But, you know, if they took Stingley or Sauce, it's like, okay, cool. Yeah. Yep. So. Yep. And they feel, you know what, Jerry? They probably feel like you get a corner in the second round too if they went with Thibodeau. You know, yeah. and they try to address that in the second round. So, but you know what, Carson? Another position they're going to have to draft, and Jerry thinks they're going to take. Uh, they're going to have to address, and Jerry thinks they're going to take two. And Jerry might be right. It's tight end. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, they yeah. they got to go. They need a tight end in this draft, bro. You know, one maybe two. Yeah. Yeah. Because right yeah. now they are really thin at tight end. So. It's going to be interesting to see what round they go with tight end. I, I think they're going to go one of the three, three, third round picks. With yeah, tight me end, too. But we'll see. It's not like, you, you know, you, you have a TJ Hawkinson sitting there, you know, or, you know, right. whoever, like a good tight end. Like, yeah, this is a dr- 30 there's really, 
Chris, the, the, the guy you like the best, he's probably the only one that would go in the first round. Yeah, I, I still got him. I know people got him going for I'm still going to go second round with him, but we'll see. But this is a draft where there's no real standout tight end, but there's, there's a lot of pretty good ones. You know what I mean? So in yeah. middle round guys. So like you said, Jerry, what's his name? He might go. He might be the only one that might. Uh, McBride. McBride. He might be the only one that goes late first, early second. And then the rest are going to go in his third, fourth, you know. So we'll see what happens. But but way to represent. Nice there, job, Carson. Thanks. Way to represent the Giants there, buddy. Thanks. Mendy's trying back. So we'll see if we get this turned around. Thanks a lot, Carson, man. Thanks, Thanks for Carson. coming on, hey, brother. Good seeing yep. you guys. Cool talking. Right, you guys. too, man. Take care, buddy. Ohio, baby. Nice. Ohio, I like that. Represent the Giants. All right, Mendy, trying again. Round two. No, I can't hear you. Are we muted? Really? Yeah. That's strange, huh? Yeah, it is. Must be his mic. Mendy, we love you, buddy. I'm sorry. Sorry, bud. Mendy. Bye, buddy. Uh, this sucks. See you, pal. That is going to be interesting, though, what he brought up about that left guard position. You know, yeah, yeah. Obviously, they, obviously, he addressed it. You know, Glowinski is going to be the right guard, and draft is probably going to be right tackle, Jerry. And yeah. Feliciano will start off at center, you know. and um, It's another thing. Like, what right now, Chris, what's, what's a bigger need for you, center or left guard? I think Felicia will hold his own. So probably oh, do you? Jerry. I'm surprised yeah. he said that. Okay. Um, look, Jerry, I, I think somebody, you know, I think that position could be upgraded. Yeah. But I think he'll do enough to hold his own. I'm not a big Felicia. Look, Felicia is just an average player, bro. I'm sorry. You know? Right. right. Um, but there's no left. I mean, Lemieux is just an unknown right now. You know, Jerry? He's an unknown. Yeah. You know? So, and Feliciano, you know, he knows the system. He's a veteran. He could play center, even though he's been playing guard a lot, but. Hey, all right, here we go. Somebody's coming in now. Dominic. Dominic, hey, hey guys. Dominic, nice what's to, up? It's nice to see you guys again. I spoke to you guys, spoke That's to right. you guys last year. Yes. So I was very I was very positive going into the year as well. Mm. And I'm a little torn about which way the Giants should go this year. I I love I love Thibodeau. I I'll take any one of the left tackles, including Charles Cross to play right tackle. Yeah, it's another one. Good point. But I, 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 I'm torn if they, if I'm a little bit jealous of the trade that the Eagles made, because <laughs> maybe, maybe the Giants. I, I don't want to trade down just to get another second and third round pick. But maybe I love Jones and I've been I've been a defender of him since day one. But if he has a good year this year and the Giants top out at nine and eight or ten and seven, best case, do you extend him and give him yeah. thirty thirty five million dollars a year? Oh. Well, I, Jerry, I'm just going to jump in. Yeah, good. Let me tell you something, Dominic. Yeah. If this team goes 10 and, eight, uh, 10 and 7 or 9 and 8, like you just said, and Daniel has a really good year, yeah. Daniel's coming back, brother. Yeah. Daniel will be back. I, that would I, be I, I a huge him. sign. I love him, but I wouldn't, I, and, and I wouldn't admit this to any of my non-giant friends or, <laughs> or, or my friends that break my chops, you know, <laughs> as you know. But the thing that worries me is that, I feel like we didn't get the winning years that teams get out of the first four years of totally. quarterback c- contract. You're totally right. So You're totally would it right. Be better just to reset with the, with because right now we're not we're not going to win the Super Bowl this year. Even if he's even if he's Joe Montana, they're they're 15 teams better than us. So would it be better to just reset? Hopefully, get a good a good quarterback who might be better than he was in year two, or but we'll just have a better team around them and better coaching, so we get the we get three good cheap years out of a rookie next year or four cheap year. Well, let's assume next year that the rookie sucks. 
but 24, 25, 26, fourth year, you're getting cheap years with better teams. Is it worth it to pay him $35 million next year, or is it just better off to reset? I think I think that's the better call at this point. What if, you re- what if you reset to a mistake, though, Dominic? What I mean, it could happen. Like, there's... I get your, I get what you're saying. I love what you're thinking, especially with contract-wise. But what if you reset to, let's say, you just said the Eagles. What if you reset to Jalen Hurts? I'm not in love with with Jalen Hurts. Like, the the worst thing you could do is actually go down from Daniel Jones, and it's not all. It's not entirely impossible to do that. I do think you know. Look, the next year's crop is but much better thing, than. I'm sorry to I'm sorry to cut you off, but yeah, the worst ahead. thing you probably do is, is sign a guy long term and be stuck with a Carson Wentz. Yes. Yeah. No. So, it's a good. It's a good point. So what if what if he, as much as I love him, and I and I won't admit yeah. this to many people because I'm a Giants fan, but what if even at his best, where at his best take away? No, and I don't think the turnovers are, are as much of an issue anymore. It's more reading the field, making the right choices. Yeah. He's not he's not fast with his eyes. Even at his best, is he better than Herbert, Burrow, Watson, no. Holmes? Uh, we could go down the list. I would say about twelve like this or better than him. So do we want to pay? I feel like it might be a Kirk Cousins kind of situation. Even if he gets to that level, we're paying a guy that to be that. Or do we just take it on the shot next year? Hopefully we get a CJ Shroud or Bryce Young. You're really going to have to see what happens this year, Dominic. I, I know that's a, a lame answer, but, but the it's question, just, it's, though, it's Jerry, the truth is, though. Is it worth yeah. trading, see if we could trade back yes. and get another first. Should yes. we get another first this year? For next it year? depends how far you go back, but absolutely. Yes. And I think they, I would not be surprised to do that. Um, I don't know if it's going to be Pittsburgh, but a team like maybe Seattle, right? What, what you don't, what you want is for Carolina to not go quarterback. For your scenario, you don't want Carolina to go quarterback because then seven, the Giants can say, "All right, quarterback teams, come get it, come get your guy." Or, or, Whether it's or Willis, you, or, or what Pickett. you want is for is for a team to think that Carolina's going quarterback and maybe trade to five. Yeah, but I don't know if the Giants are willing to trade out of five. You know what I mean? They they might yeah. be, they might be. But I, I think they'd be much more willing to trade the seven. I, it, if we don't draft, if we don't trade back this year, it's an easy call, like you just said. You just wait and see what happens. But do we get proactive and try to get more ammunition in next year's draft and trade that? Is it a better option? Let's say we get a right tackle, fifth pick, Neil Thibodeau, uh, not Thibodeau. I'm sorry, um, Aquanu Cross. I'm yeah, go with right. any one of the three. Sure. Seventh right. pick. Is it worth it to get a Thibodeau or a Gardner, or just trade down? And, and have more ammunition to to hedge our bet a little bit in case Jones mm-hmm. sucks. Mm-hmm. It's a, I think that's that, tough. I it's... think that's the better move. I mean, mm-hmm. especially if it's to a team that, like you said, a Seattle, they're not going to be good next year. That's going to be a good pick. If it's a team like, I mean, a team like the Buccaneers won't trade down, but if it were a good team, then it's not worth it. But I don't know because if we're not winning next year. And, yes, as, mu- as good as Thibodeau can be, you can't win in this league with – Without a quarterback, so that's my issue right now. How far back will you would you be willing to trade? Well, Pittsburgh's like what twenty. So I think at this point, I think at this point, I think they have to know in their heart of hearts how much confidence they have in Jones and how interested they are in doing this. And I think it doesn't matter how far back you go because at that point, the decision is not made on what player you're getting for next year. It's based on. Am I getting a first-round pick? I think it's stupid to do it for another second, another third. We're not winning extra anyway. Oh, I'm if sorry. you're trading out at seven, you're getting a number one pick. 
Yeah. Yeah, we have to get a number one. So I really wouldn't care because at that point, even though we traded to 20, say, and we got that right guard you said from Texas A&M Green, or we mm-hmm. got Lindenbaum. Now, mm-hmm. okay, we really solved the O-line, and now we we have Jones, I guess, but we have that ammunition for next year. And then worst case, if Jones ends up being good and he gets re-signed, then all right, we'll have to deal with pass rusher next year or cornerback next year. But let me, I, I don't know. That other first-round pick is what really interests me, me right you, now. Let me ask you this, Donovan. What if Daniel comes out this year and he – has a 27-touchdown, 11-interception season. And he showed immense progress under Brian Dable and his system. Would you want him back next year? Uh, then, yes, you have no choice, even though even though you have to say, all right, well, you, you're not going to be now, that cute. Now, just you're keep in mind, that- Dominic, one second, just keep in mind, they're looking at, they're going to be like $70 million under the cap next year, $60 million as of now, but go ahead. No, I think I think that's a good point. If if we were seventy or sixty million dollars under the they cap, are. then you yeah. do focus on building your team. You can build it more around free agency next year, and hopefully we would. If he did that and we drafted a five and seven a right tackle and pass rush, you now do have a bunch of building blocks with would Thomas. You, right, so your right biggest con- so Dominic, your biggest concern is that. You don't want to give a kid like Daniel like $35 million, $33 million, whatever it might be. That's your biggest yeah. concern. Yeah. But like I said, if he has a real successful season and they win nine, ten games or eight, you know, sure. ten and eight or eight, nine, ten and seven, whatever it might be. Yeah. One year on the Brian Dable, and this is what he's shown. How good do you think he would be a couple of years on the Brian? Oh, Dable? he'd be great. Well, my, my, now, my know, biggest maybe not concern, great, but you, what do you think? I mean, you think he'd be a my very biggest concern. Start, right? I think he would be much better every year. My biggest yeah. concern is not really as much that it's the fact that if he was mediocre and we ended up with the ninth pick, and all these teams have multiple first round picks, we got to get in that arms race for multiple first round picks. If it ended up being that Bryce Young and CJ Shroud, or maybe someone else ends up being that good, and we have to jump in there. Um, no. But my Question to you because I'm not I'm not I'm not on the inside. Is it BS? Is it is it bullshit or does whoops? Is it BS right. or does do the Giants really not John Mara? I know he loves Jones, but does Dable and yep. do yep. Dable and she really like him? Yes, yes, yes. And and were I they think- were they hired by by Mara because he wanted like confirmation bias that he wanted someone Absolutely that liked Absolutely not. Don't listen to the really? bullshit that's out there, okay? Don't, especially when it comes to John Mara. Don't listen to the bullshit that's out there. You know, um, you heard stuff about Judge took on Garrett, Mara forced him on him. It, it, it's so much crap that flies out there. It's not, that's not even remotely close to the truth. Um, yes, Joe Shane, Brian Dable, like Daniel Jones. They think he could be a very successful quarterback. Will that happen? We're gonna find out this year. I, I hope so. I love the kid. I, 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 I root for him. I, 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 I fight for him. Everybody's arguing. I just don't want to be a middle of the road team, and that's kind of why going into my next point. As much as I've watched Cincinnati a number of games and saw Gardner looks phenomenal, I, I'm not old. I'm only I'm only 34. I'll be 35 in a few months. But I watched and grew up around the, the two giant Super Bowls, the recent ones. I want Thibodeau. I want to get to the quarterback. Oh, I yeah, man. I, I know, I know, I know the analytics these days says, yeah. you know, 
uh, pass um, um, uh, coverage is better than pass rush. I don't give a crap about that. I don't uh, buy that Giants, for a second. If I don't the buy Giants that for a decide, if the Giants decide to, you know what, we're going to pick the best plays available, unlike last year, we're not going to trade down because they passed on Slater and Parsons. It made me sick. I wanted them both. They decide <laughs> to pick the best player available. I want Thibodeau at five or seven because I, I don't give a crap what kind of corners you have. I watch the games every week, and if there's time to throw, these quarterbacks are going to find They're going to get open. That. So, Dominic, you brought up a great no point with pass rush. I always think about this. You had Kenny Phillips, first-round pick, Corey Webster, second-round pick, Entrell Roll, first-round pick from another team, Aaron Ross, first-round pick, right? Why did they win those Super Bowls? Pass rush. Pass rush, right. Mm-hmm. So you, you even invested in that secondary, and, and it was okay. It was, it was good. It wasn't Tuck, it wasn't Umanura, Strahan, Kiwanuka. I mean, that's why they won, right? So I agree with you. I think people who say because of the secondary, I, I, I don't buy it. The Giants laid the blueprint for success, then completely got away from it, or it missed on guys like the Montre Moore. You know, Jonathan Hankins, picks like that. And then the Eagles come along. I just, I'm using them as an example because I hate them so much. They did the same thing the Giants did to the Patriots. They got pass rush. Like, it, that's the blueprint to win. So I agree with you. I think pass rush way more important than and cornerback. But I'm just that- saying, I'm just saying if they took Stingley or Gardner, because maybe their pass rushers were gone that they wanted, I'm not going to be upset about it. But I hear well, I would point. be No, if, if the pass rushers are gone, but I don't want to hear that they didn't take Thibodeau because he's not – I don't know. He made a statement in the media or no, he did no. this. Yeah, I, or, or, I don't want to hear it. I, I don't want to hear that. Me. If he, you know, because in, in, in the NFL, you win with special players. And if he has a chance to be Von Miller or something special, take a chance. Because last year, Parsons supposedly uh, mm. wasn't uh, perfect off the field. And look what he did. Look how he changed that team. Dominic, you saw the tweet I put the, my top 32 pros- overall prospects, right? I did, yeah. I had people on number one, bro. And I don't hear anything. Look at me. I, listen to me. I don't hear anything. I mean, that could change as I snoop around a little bit more asking people. But I don't hear anything coming out about, oh, this kid's got red flags. What or you, his interview scaring people. From, what do you hear from the Giants? Who do you think that they like? I don't know. Uh, I know that Joe Shane did fly all the way there. He flew to Oregon. Yeah, but they're, oh, going, sure. they're going everywhere, though. Oh, sure. They're, they got reps yeah. going all over the place. Yeah, no, listen. I mean, how could you not like Thibodeau? Yeah. Know? And yeah. I don't know who's on their board, would though, who be, they have, would, you know? Would it be a crazy thing if they drafted him five, if there's two right tackles on the board and just... We just said that. that. We just said that before. Yeah. No, it could be a scenario where the two tackles are there and you might have Thibodeau at your highest on your board. And it's like, well, you're going to get one of the tackles at seven as long as you don't trade down. That's the problem, though, right? Brings up your scenario that you just said, right, Dominic? You take Thibodeau and then at seven, you get a hell of an offer to trade back. Shoot. Or Neil... Iquanu and Cross going to be there at 20. That's compelling. No. You know what I mean? They, so, really, um, they really like Trevon Walker too, Dominic. They do. Yeah. See, yeah. he, yeah. he, I, I don't have anything against him. I don't really know him, but it was just hard for me. And I watch a lot of George, I watch a few Georgia games. It's hard to see him stand out. There were so many good players in the defense. Yeah, right. <laughs> he didn't stand out as Dean, much. Dean he, stuck out the you, most. You know what, Dominic? You know what, Dominic? Um, Trevon Walker as a kid wasn't high on my radar a few months ago until I started watching him on the All-22s. Yeah. I, I started watching him yeah. on the All-22 film. Um, Jerry, I'll tell you this. I tweeted. I said, whoa, whoa, this kid is just as good as Thibodeau. This kid is, is phenomenal. He, yep. just asked to, he was asked to do a lot of different things on the Kirby Smart, Dominic. 
what he might not be asked to do on the wink. Yeah, well, of okay? course. He, he all I'm, all I'm, look, you could agree or not agree, and I don't know what Joe Shane and his scouts and Dable are thinking. I, I, I will not ever be privileged to that board. You can nobody could ever see that board. I mean, you have a better shot at of penetrating the CIA that's seeing their board this time of year, right? So the point I'm making, Dominic, is that I don't know. I all I could tell you is that they really like Trevon Walker. I would be Who happy, I be happy I with that because I, I, I when the draft comes, I usually since I don't watch the film, I have a job. I, I don't have the time to like do that. I just look at what positions they draft early on, and I say, all right, that, I am glad they went with that spot, and I'll just trust that they picked the best guy there. And and I don't want I don't want to break your heart. I want to stay on your good side, Chris. I'm from I'm from New York as well, but I would Where be a from? little bit. I'm from I'm from the Bronx. Well, you're a Bronx guy. Bronx. Wait, yeah, wait, Bronx wait, guy. what part? Where are you from? I mean, um, I'm at the end of the sixth train. I'm in Pelham Bay. Pelham Bay. Oh yeah. my God. So I don't want to. I don't want to break your heart, but I would be a little upset if they took if they took your boy from Notre Dame. As great <laughs> Wait, as at seven? Up, You'd be upset as, at seven? I'd be upset at five for sure. As great as yeah, he might end up being, as great as he him. might end up being, I don't know if I want so much capital put into the safety spot. I think edge and pass rush are more important. But if he, if okay, one, uh, I'll challenge you a little bit, Dominic. The comparisons being made to Ed Reed. It's not a short oh, thing. I love Ed Reed. But just, I love Ed Reed. So, okay, do you take Ed Reed at seven or five? Oh, then I guess I guess you don't care. I get That's that I mean, point. But the thing yeah, is and again, it's not a guarantee. But I would those take are... him over a guy who might be a pass rusher yeah. like Avon Miller. That's fair. That's fair. That's fair, dude. First, yeah. And I think I think I would go with I would go with Gardner first and Stingley first because yeah. you have to – but I know, I know your face right now. You're like – you love him, but I, I, that that's a spot. I think it's a yeah, similar I, spot to maybe taking Barkley too. I don't think it's – I think that would be a bad move. And what do you guys think yeah, about trading Barkley? I don't Barkley? want that. No, we were just talking about it. We think it should happen. I think it's possible. I think it could still happen. Yeah. You think it could still happen? You I think, think it the could, Giants might do it? I, I think that the Joe Shane, I think everybody knows, let's assume that this is probably going to be Barkley's last year. You see how many kids they're bringing in the building – I was back, just about X at it. Does that the, they, does it does the fact that they're bringing in James Cook and Brian Robinson mean yeah, anything I, for top thirty? Oh, yeah. I, I think it really does. We just I covered think it before. Drafts, I think it should rounds. because because Jerry, and you think, said that 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 they have reps going to a lot of places, but you're only allowed thirty top thirty visits. So yeah, if they're picking yeah. two running backs, and I, I just I I like Barkley. He seems like a great guy. He's really really good player, but. Again, the contract. I don't think a running back is worth to pay that, even if he never got healthy. I mean, I'm sorry, even if he never got hurt, I think you're better off paying them $500,000 for the first four years and keep getting new ones every four years than doing that. And even if we get a fifth-round pick, I'll take it. I'd rather just build the team differently than the way they get them. Get them no. You do? Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, Final question. You know what? Dominic, final question. Did you have family right. back in Brooklyn? Did you have family in Brooklyn back in the day? I never did. No, I never did. I never okay. did. I, I actually I actually dated a girl that lived in, in Marine Park when I was 22, but no, I don't have any. Okay. Have any right. So I've been to I've been to Spamoni Gardens. I've been to Rolling Rose. Mm. The, <laughs> Where do you live now? <laughs> I live, I live Bronx. in the Bronx. Bronx. Oh, you're still there? Okay. Uh, nice. Cagiano is a pretty pretty common name. Uh, I was curious if you had family back no, in No, 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 I don't. Back in the day. Um, I do not. All right, brother. Nice talking All to you. Right. It was nice talking to you. you Tommy, guys. good stuff, buddy. Great, great call, man. Guys, last year around this time, this is my favorite time of the year, draft time. Yeah, nice a lot of people, man. A lot of people's favorite yeah. time of the year. Well, because because it's everybody's dream job is to be is be a gem of a team. <laughs> You're right. And there's a, and there's a million of them on Twitter. 
<laughs> right. There's a ton of them on Twitter this time of year. All right, nice thanks, job, man. Guys. Good job, Dominic. All right, Dominic. Take care. Ah, oh, good stuff, dude. Yep. That was awesome. Yeah, All right. Um, some we'll, new people, man. Yeah, man. That's awesome. We'll do this again after the draft, maybe. We'll get some yeah. reaction. After we, you know, we'll do Saratella, we'll do Cybertson, and then maybe we'll have people call in um after maybe we'll do a couple podcasts that week i don't know we'll, we'll, we'll talk about it yeah but uh yeah, might have to do two that week yep dude this one was an hour and 20. yeah <laughs> so what fast stuff. thanks yeah, it was awesome thanks everybody calling in hopefully we'll work out some of the kinks for the next time yeah yeah, yeah. i don't know what happened i don't know uh adriana had to tell everybody then when she did three or four people popped up so nice job by adriana yeah. ifola thank you adriana yeah nice meeting you too by the way yeah absolutely i see you a million times on twitter and finally put a face to the uh, twitter account you know yeah nice so all right, uh, anything else, bud? No, no, we'll talk next week. More about draft. Yep, all draft all the time, buddy. All right, guys, Twitter subscription to The Giant Insider. Go to www.thegiantinsider.com and go to magster.com for a digital subscription. That's M-A-G-Z-T-E-R. All right, guys, remember, Sundays are giant days, baby. Take care, everybody. Bye-bye, everybody.